computer. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Psychic Wives. I'm Kathy Rumsey. And I'm Ginger Hendry. And I'm Jerry Carabin. So this week's episode, we are talking about spirit animals, also sometimes known as totem animals or power, power animals. animals. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I, I actually chose to, to kind of be the, the interviewer. I'll add a little bit of my own personal experience too, but um, I don't know a ton about spirit animals, though I think the whole concept is very cool and I'm, I'm excited to learn along with all you listeners. Um, so I'm going to start with Jerry talking about your experience or you could pass the buck to Ginger too, if you want. <laughs> oh, I, you know what? I want Ginger to start because what she had said, she was looking up, what, what would you say? You were looking up differences and how they named this and power animal and total. Yeah. Whatever. And I, I wanted to see like kind of what was out there for, um, we talk about, <clears throat> excuse me, talk about spirit animals and what does that really mean? How do you find them? Um, what does it mean to you individually? And so I did, do some reading on it because um, we're nerds, right? I mean, I, I like to read. Yeah, we're spirit nerds. <laughs> we're spirit other things, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so basically, what I came across in multiple um, readings is that a spirit animal is an animal that you are um, drawn to, let's say, over your lifetime. So if you feel a really strong pull always to canine, to horses, to birds, um, to cats. I mean, for me, it's, it's, I love cats anyway, but big cats, even as a little kid, had an interest in. So um, we might dream about a particular animal. We might be drawn to read about it or think about it or get a thrill when you see that particular type of animal um, and, and know that that is likely a power animal for you. There are other ways, right? We talked about doing guided journeys and shamanic journeys. Yeah, like, so, it, so you know, Ginger's talking about a strong pull and that makes like complete and total sense, but there are some of us that maybe aren't as um, trusting <laughs> of yeah. our intuition or our pulls or the animals that keep showing up in our lives and just like, oh, that's just a coincidence or something. So you can journey um, to find your, you can do meditations to find your power animal. You can journey to find your power animal. And we're actually going to do a, um, <clears throat> excuse me, a meditation in this. Y'all know that we're doing those uh, Facebook lives um, for some things. And we think that this is going to lend itself to a Facebook live. And in fact, the last time we did a Facebook live, we, we had people suggesting this. So um, you can do a meditation and we'll do that on there to help people who maybe don't have that pull, like Ginger's talking about to um, a specific animal. And it's just a cool little meditation that you can use um, to see which animal presents itself when you set the intention, like I'm finding my spirit animal and 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 to continue on with that you can you know so ginger for, ginger you go on talk, tell me about your spirit animal um well i was telling you guys earlier that many years ago at least 20 years ago i had a reading done by a woman and she was talking about a past life that i had and she could see me as a small child um she said maybe you know two three years old and i was lost i was lived in a village 
Um, she said it kind of looked like a rainforest um, type area. And everybody was looking for me because I was little and slipped out. And they ended up finding me on the bank of a uh, body of water with a big black panther. <laughs> and they were very freaked out because they had seen a panther and were very worried that it was so close to the village. So there was a little bit of a story around it. But when she said that, I thought, I never, never knew anything about power animals or anything <laughs> that was like so far outside of my um, wheelhouse. But I felt such a pull because I always had a thing for cats, especially big cats. So I kept, sort of kept that in the back of my mind. Many, many years later, I was at a psychic circle and there was a person who was leading the circle and she was going around to give information to who she was drawn to. And she said to me, wow, I see a big black panther over your shoulder that's always with you. And I was really by then, because I had forgotten, it was years earlier. I was like, wow, I mean, I was like kind of freaked out. Um, now having done animal communication and having learned more, I do feel like that energy of the, the large cat is my power animal. And let's talk just a minute about what, what that means, right? You have a power animal, you have a spirit animal, so what, what does that mean? Right. That energy of that animal, the characteristics of that animal is what is supporting you um, you know, in this lifetime, that's the belief, right? That, that yep. we're drawn to energy that can sort of lift us up and support us as who we are. So, um, and, and you can look up, you know, Stephen Farmer or some shamanic practitioner readers, I mean, uh, books yes. and, and see what individual animals have as characteristics for, for power and why yeah. you might be drawn to them. Yeah, the, um, the Stephen Farmer cards, and then I use Colette Baron Reed's spirit animal deck or something, yeah. whatever. And yeah, you can see, it's pretty cool too, when you, you find your power animal and then you look it up and you're like, oh my God. Yes. The other way that I can use them, I believe, and I've been taught um, that you can also, you know, just like you're calling on your guides for certain things, you can call on your power animal. Yes. If you're a god or whatever, you could call in your power animal for something if it resonates with you, like, oh, hey, you know, that's something that panther can probably deal with. You know what I mean? Call, call that in, call your power animal in. Yeah. It's so interesting because, um, like I said, I don't have any, any personal experience with choosing a spirit animal for myself, though I will say that I have had so many interactions with deer. Mm. Um, I, can, I can see them where no one else can see them. Um, when I've been at Omega, and I know that all the animals at Omega are, I wouldn't call them domesticated. They are still wildlife, but they are very... Used to people being... Friendly, friendly yeah. wildlife. Yeah. Everybody who... Although the groundhog will bite you. Will bite you. It will bite you. You can get really close, but I, ha I have never been bit because I respect his space, but I do know several people who have, so watch out for him. Um, <laughs> but the first day I was there, as soon as I got there, I was walking up to where the, the dining cabin is, and um, Deer and I had a nice, like, 10-minute chat. Yeah. But I had years ago had had a, actually a medical intuitive reading and the woman, I actually have my write up right here. She said, I chose the weasel from the animal medicine deck for you, which is interesting. I've never seen a weasel in my life. <laughs> and you hear <laughs> yeah. weasel is like, really? Now, 
so and it, she's and so the write-up is the the word for weasel is stealth the weasel has an incredible amount of energy and ingenuity yet is a difficult power totem to have weasel ears hear what is really being said and their eyes see beneath the surface of a situation to know the many ramifications of an event with this this is your personal medicine your power of observation are keen you may be alone or hiding yourself away from others and perhaps even a recluse you are a powerful ally because you know what the competition is is doing people don't immediately see your powers and may underestimate you look to weasel power to tell you the hidden reasons behind anything observe who or what needs attention or a solution and offer your assistance in your own quiet or discreet way so it was it's interesting that i remember getting that and being like oh the weasel like that's a weird little animal to be my power yeah right animal but then i read the description and go yeah it pretty pretty much fits me and this is someone who she didn't know anything about me you know this was a blind reading where it was one of those like i paid online for the reading she does the reading kind of like you ginger do your stuff where it's like you do the work and then you have the call to yeah. go over the work that's how it went so um i'm super interested in this because i guess my question would be if if one or the other of you knows is can you have more than one let me answer that a little bit because um when i do like yes i have a main power animal, sort of like Ginger. Ginger's is the Black Panther. Mine is the female lion, the lioness. Um, and when I first found and came acquainted to my, whatever it was during my shamanic training, um, over a couple of years with the Four Winds, um, we would do a lot of journeying and stuff like that. And it, um, there was always a, the, the lioness power animal. So when I do shamanic, um, sessions with clients there it's called a, um, a shamanic illumination but within that we do what's called a lost soul retrieval we all have parts of our soul that leave at various times when it's not safe so what we do in a shamanic um, session is bring those parts and pieces back so trying to long story short here because there's a whole bunch of pieces to it but when you're doing a lost soul retrieval you're journeying on behalf of the client and you bring them back um, you bring them back a, you bring them back that lost soul piece, you bring them back a gift and you bring them back a power animal, but the power animal that I bring back for them is for the issue that we were working on in that session. In other words, you know, it's my power animal. If, if Ginger and I were doing one, my power, the power animal that I bring back journey for on Ginger's behalf and bring back for her does not kick her panther out the door. Okay. You know what I mean, it, it's just for, it's just to help in that issue because then what we do is, so now here's my client that has a, um, a, a, the lost soul piece and the gift and the power animal. And then we kind of role play a little bit and they have to do their intuitive piece. So that animal that I brought back, if it's a weasel or something would be giving ginger a message. So that power animal is for that specific session. Um, so yeah, you can have different ones for, for different things. And then it's your choice whether that power animal kind of stays with you or was it just while that issue was going on and now right. it kind of moves on um, or whatever. Does that, does that make sense to, to? 
Yeah, I think it does, because I think that we, when we talk about a power animal, um, sort of that one that is guiding us throughout our lives is, is different than us. Uh, same calling on spirit, right? Call, having different people come in when you're doing readings to hear a message at a particular time and still understanding that we have a guide team that's working with us, right, yeah. for our whole lives. So I, I kind of think of it in that way, um, if that makes sense. So, yeah, there's a lot of situations with it. Yeah. And for me, it's weird because it's like, okay, for my guides, I very rarely pull, like, you know, if I need to hook up with my guides or whatever, I very, very rarely pull my power animal in to help with something. That's just me. You could. Yeah. For me, it's like the power animal is, I guess what you had said before, it's like, I feel they're always behind me. They're always like mm -hmm. there. Like, I've got your back. Like, I'm holding right. space for you. Like, right. I'm, um, like Kathy, you said, uh, you know, that weasel, you know, mm -hmm. so whenever any of those parts and pieces of what that weasel represents in you, maybe kind of a little bit that weasel is there to kind of bump them up. Yes, exactly. It's like it's a synergy of Yeah, of yes. energy it's like and constantly there, constantly having your back and constantly knowing, okay, that, that aspect of weasel in Kathy is dropping. Hmm. So I'm going to lift it up yep. right. again. Yeah, it's a synergistic um, right. kind of thing. So for me, it's almost, it's almost like you're not calling them in. They're always there. They're always there. They're exactly. always there. And there's a, the synergy of energy and essence, right? There's a part of you that's them and them that's you. Yeah. Um, and exactly sort of bolstering us to be the best us, to be the strongest us. And I think that's a really cool, um, like I've done meditations before with people and like, and they're like, is this my power animal? I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't really sure. I wasn't really sure. I wasn't really sure. And I'm always like, kind of like, you know what? When it is, you know it. Yes. Like in other words, the panther you were saying like, oh, okay, well that totally makes sense to me. The, the um, lioness, the female lion totally makes sense to me. Right. Um, and so you're like, when you get to that point, you don't question it. And it shows up for you over and over and over, kind of. And I think that, to your point, Jerry, when you read about it and, and understand what that essence and what that energy is of that animal, like, you know, for mine, I'm looking now, I'm in Stephen Farmer's book, but it's saying, you know, you're being called to take the role of leadership. Um, certain fears and considerations will surface, such as, will I be arrogant, too full of myself? Will people listen to me? Will I be challenged? And the truth is all that's, you know, that all of that happens. And then I, you know, I go on and it said, you know, are you going to heed the call? Uh, you'll be judged, right? <laughs> Count on yeah. it. Uh, don't make ego-driven stubbornness and willfulness for determination. Listen to the voice of your inner nature and the wisdom gathered from experience to guide your choices. But here's the thing, and, I, and we keep coming back to Akashic Records, and I want to do that, but, but the learnings that I have in here, it said, and this is one of the biggest things I've learned doing Akashic Record work, acknowledge that everyone else has to make their own choices, including their response to you. Remember that effective leaders are good listeners and they know when to follow, when to lead, when to move forward, when to hold on. And so those energies that you talked about, Kathy, with the weasel too, for here, for the, for the big cat, a stealth, leadership, focus, conviction, that rings true. I mean, maybe that rings true for a lot of people, but it definitely rings true for me. So um, right. that, that connection saying yes, that little zing, that acknowledgement yep. of intuition. 
Mm -hmm. um, let me read a little bit of mine. And, and for mine, it's like they kind of put lion and lion. And I'm reading off uh, the web. I don't have my book in front of me. But um, they kind of always put lion and lioness to, together. But when lion is a spirit animal roars its presence in your life, this majestic cat comes with uncommon strength and vitality. Lion often appears to a person who needs to reclaim their space and take back a leadership role in life. Alternatively, the lion spirit animal finds itself attracted to people who are brave and outspoken with leadership potential. If you meet up with a lioness, the focus is a little different. She will teach you how to care for your pride and get your family working more cooperatively. Okay, so far that hasn't worked with my family, but I'm just saying. The lioness <laughs> teaches her young all they need to know to fend for themselves without ever leaving them vulnerable. Lioness spirit likes people who nurture and protect the weak. Uh, with, a lion, uh, with, with a lion animal spirit at your side, you're bound to attract the spotlight with pure magnetism. Oh, shucks. Spiritual leaders who have a lion guide aggressively protect their faith against false images. They will also defend to the death the concept of religious freedom and finding God in your own way. Um, last part here. When lion accompanies you in life, you will learn much about banishing fear and self-expression. Uh, remain humble with lion, knowing that demeanor matters. This feline cat can teach you much about handling your personal power effectively. So that like, um, that resonate, a lot of that like really resonates with me. Mm -hmm. um, you know what I mean? Um, and so can we talk about the cards a little bit? Because that kind of goes back to what you had said, Kathy, like is can you have different ones yeah. for different things? I love animal cards. Obviously we're all animal communication or animal communicators and, um, you know, I, I keep, you know, we talk about tarot cards and these cards, or whatever. I'm always drawn to the animal cards. I'm always drawn to the animal cards. So, um, I know farmer's cards, what's his name? What's his, something far, what's his first name? Stephen Farmer. Stephen Farmer. That's right. Yeah. I have those, but I also have, like I said before, Colette Baron reads spirit animal deck, um, which I love. And I literally pull one of those cards every day and, you know, so I'll do my meditation in my space. And then I'll like, if there's an issue that's coming up for me today, like, Hey, I need a little, need a little extra courage or I need it, you know, whatever, you know, this is coming up for me today. Show me, teach me, show me, teach me. is kind of what I always say. And I shuffle that deck and I blow into it and then I cut it in half and pull that card. And for me, it's, it's so cool. And if you've never done cards, you're going to be like, Oh my God. You know what I mean? Like, I know. <laughs> when you pull a card and you... Every time I do them. I don't do them often enough, but every time I do them. Every I'm single time. It's almost like you take the card and like you're looking behind you like, is somebody speaking? <laughs> you know, seriously, how do you know this? You know what I mean? And it's always like, it's always right there. So, but that doesn't mean I, you know, I still have my spirit animal, that, that lion, but those are for that particular day. It's a message in it, um, that particular day. I gotta say that animals are so incredibly powerful. We talked about this a little bit before too. Like sometimes, Ginger, tell the story about the hawk and then we'll- the Yes, uh, the, this is, uh, I live in um, a condo community, uh, townhouses, and we sit on conservation land. We sit on hundreds of like, acres of conservation land. Um, and so this surrounded trees, forests, you know, whatever. And so one morning I pulled out of my garage and I was coming in front of my unit and on my light pole in front of my unit of 108 condos, um, sat a hawk 
on top, like a filial on the top of a lamp. Mm -hmm. his, his little feet, not little feet, this big hawk, holding onto the top like a filial. And I stopped the car and I looked, I was on the phone and he looked at me and we would like staring at each other because I was, I, I was stunned. There were so many trees around me. Why he would be on my light pole in yeah. front of my unit. And I'm not even on, a, on an end unit. And so I hung up quick and I took pictures and whatnot. I, di I didn't connect with him and I left. Um, and so I thought I should try to connect with them. I didn't that day. A few days later, I was in my sunroom, which is on the back of my condo. And that faces the conservation land. So there's nothing behind me. And I was on the phone and the whole back wall of my sunroom is glass right up to the cathedral ceiling. And so as I'm talking, this wing catches me and I see this hawk fly up to the top of my roof. And I can see, because it's all glass, just the tips of one of his feet because he was holding onto the roof and I could see the tips of one of his wow. wings. And while I'm on the phone, I'm on the phone again, I'm always on the phone. I'm on the phone <laughs> and he leans over. Probably with one of us. Well, probably with one of you. Um, <laughs> and he's gripping the roof with his feet and he leans over and he looks me right in the eye. I'm on the couch. I forgot that part. And I'm like, oh my God. I, I, now I can feel my heart rate picking up. I'm like, oh my God. And so then he sits back up and I'm trying to interrupt the, you know, hey, oh my God, there's a in my room. It's the hawk is like, Ginger, get off of the damn I phone. I've got a message for you. I have this, a message for you. He did. The second time he leaned over eye to eye. He's looking at me. I'm not kidding. Um, so anyway, when I hung up, I did connect. And I said, I looked up in my Stephen Farmer book um, on hawk energy. And what it said was, um, and I wasn't, I mean, we're, we're always involved, right? All of us, we always have some issue going on. That's life. No, um, and it's no issues. We have no issues. <laughs> we're, like, we're all perfect. <laughs> so when I, I look at it, I don't know I have issues. <laughs> That's not yeah. bad. That wouldn't be a bad thing. We're, we're um, for high maintenance, but we think we're low maintenance. That's yeah. right. <laughs> um, but it said, take a look at your situation from a higher level take a higher perspective. Oh, that's awesome. And then it said, understand that your intuition is deepening if you're connecting with Hawk energy. Oh, so cool. I connect with the Hawk and I said, I, this is what I, is this what it is? Is this what your message is? And he, I felt like it was a, he acknowledged that that is the, you know, correct. But he said, um, I forget exactly how, how it came across, but that we were, that it, what he was sharing with me was strength, strength, and resiliency and he was saying that we were both the same that that was we we shared strength and resiliency and i felt like i was i know crazy but felt like i was part of him like that's so cool. I, I can't quite describe the energy and so then i did see um for several days i did see different hawks i was walking shelly my basset hound and it was in the winter time and um there was a little bit of snow on the ground and i walked past this area where there was a little tree that had fallen like a little skinny tree and it was bent over on the ground and as i'm walking her all of a sudden i saw this like wings go up they he do was, they fly so cool he didn't fly he was on the he was holding on to the branch the, the tree that had fallen he was trying to get my attention i think he never lifted yeah. off he did this because oh. he had light. and so i stopped shelly was doing her thing and i just watched him and then when shelly was done we started to walk back and he flew not low like me, but with me back. And then he sat on a tree to the side of my condo until I went in the house. That's so awesome. I just felt like I needed, uh, needed that message that I did have strength and resiliency to work on what I was working on. And, right. he, and he like had my back. It was an unbelievable experience. So I know we all have um, 
the ability to, to connect to different animals. Sometimes people will say, you know, I keep seeing this chipmunk. I keep seeing, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like before, I'll, I'll go on forever. But before I sold my house, um, this one night, and my, my husband still laughs about this, we had a big deck across the whole back of the house. And so we had a door, a slider, and another door that you could open up to get to the deck. So one night I turned the light on, the yard's fenced in for my, my dogs to go out. Turn the light on, I, I open the door and there is a frog at my door. I kid you not, a big one. Right. And, he's, and he's looking at my door, like he was gonna, he couldn't ring the bell because he was on, on my desk. But, <laughs> wow. but yeah, and so I said, oh my God, there's a frog at the door. Now there's six steps from the ground mm -hmm. to get to my deck level, right? To come up the deck. How did he get up there? Because my son's home, was a, he was a teenager, smart ass, and he said, um, well, he hopped up. I'm like, why would a frog hop <laughs> up six stairs and look, you know, he looked like if I opened the door, he would come in. So my husband came out, he put him back on the ground, and they were making fun of me all night long. But I, I thought, there's a message here. This is before I was doing animal communication. This is years ago. Uh, well, right before, it wasn't years ago. And so then, I don't know, like two nights later, <laughs> I'm walking through my family room, which is where the slider is, and I look out, and there he is. He's looking in my slider. It's the same <laughs> frog. He's this like, thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Now he's like a peeping Tom. So my husband <laughs> literally <laughs> on the ground. And then a few days later, I come out, and it was during the day, and it wasn't him, but I have, you know, the railings, the, um, what do you call it, the resin railings. And on the top of the railing sat a little teeny, I think it was female, frog. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just on the top. And I was able to put her down. So then I had to look up frog energy. And there was a whole thing about frog energy. We, were, we had just decided to put the house on the market. We hadn't done it yet, but we had just decided we were going to sell. And it was about um, making way for new spaces for, oh, cool. for a change. So I saw that three times. Yeah. And so and I knew it. That's one of the things that, first of all, we're all one of those people that like immediately like, ooh, hawk, <laughs> pick up the book yes. or, you know, pick up your phone and what does that mean? You know what I mean? And it's cool. So Kathy, and I don't know, did we talk about this in the mediumship um, episode about animals showing up for you? So, okay. So we're talking about spirit animals and, 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 um, stuff like that but they can just show up a for messages like like ginger just gave us two great examples of that but they can also be and this is kind of waving or moving a little bit away from the um topic so i'm just gonna say this and then we'll come back hopefully um is you know animals <laughs> yeah you never know <laughs> animals can show up and it's a one of the very easy ways that your loved ones on the other side in spirit connect with you through animals. Mm -hmm. So Kathy, what do you always say about just ask them? The cardinal. Yeah. So I have, and I do, I, you know, cardinals, especially cardinals are, you know, I don't know. I don't know what you would say. Like it's highly thought of that. Spirit. The cardinal comes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I have a, it's so funny because I have generations of cardinals at my house now. Mm. So I have any, any night, you know, and they always are the last birds to come before sunset they're the last birds to come to our feeders and eat and i have more males than females but i think i have like seven males now but they're they're babies they're they're the they're the offspring of the original i think i have two couples you know two males two females that have had that have all had babies and the babies stay with the family i don't know for how long but i do you know and i 
I name them like I <laughs> grandpa hi grandpa and you do you just ask yeah. like it um are you are you grandpa and if you get for me it's I get I get goosebumps especially on my forearms like a lot and yeah. if it's and if you don't get that kind of kinetic energy response then who's but it's you don't think it's yeah. who's the first person that's dead that comes into your head yeah and you ask if it's them and if you get that kind of response in your or feeling or, or, or something like that yeah yeah but so i the, see but i see cardinals all the time not yeah. just at my house i mean it's a little hard here because i have i have bird feeders and i have nesting cardinals so of course i'm going to see them here but i see them in places that it's like why is there a cardinal here yeah you know, yeah kind of and so those are those are the, those are not really your they're not my spirit you know, animal. So, so, exactly they're not your spirit animal and maybe they're there for a message but for you cardinals are definitely either grandpa or something or, mm -hmm. or right whatever. like when you see the hawk or when you see the frog or or something like that they're they're amazing i i have to tell this story they're they're amazing um intelligent animals amazing but also a little playful so um we have a big fire pit out in our backyard and and we were doing this was a couple years ago and we were doing a fire ceremony so there was like 20 people over it was a full moon and we were doing fire ceremony and we did it a little bit we started a little bit early so it wasn't dark dark yet because people needed to come and and you know i had to teach them a chant and we do all this stuff and and you know we're doing a t a, a, a true shamanic fire ceremony so there's olive oil that goes into the thing and you wait and people have sticks and they go in and they blow stuff into their stick and, and burn it or whatever. Well, across the street from us, we have a, tons of uh, big pine trees. They're called scrub pines. They're really, really tall, tall, tall ones and everything. And at night, these we get these big turkey vultures. I don't know if y'all have, you have, and yeah, they're we huge, have. huge birds. And they roost in, that's where they sleep at night over there. So they start to kind of come in and usually they kind of, you'll see two come over, you'll see one come over and it's usually right around five, six o'clock at night, they kind of come and, and start to one by one. So while we're starting to do this fire ceremony, I'm, I'm, we're talking and we're talking about different things and we are talking about animals. And I said, and by the way, maybe the turkey vultures will make an appearance tonight because they're often, you know, animals are often attracted to this kind of thing. So we start our chanting, we're doing this thing or whatever. It's just, just, just as the sun is like, and it's starting to get whatever. And it wasn't just one or two. It was like six or eight of them just whoosh, <laughs> like really low over. And everybody was like, whoa, like, you know, like duck down or whatever. And I just, I'm sitting there because I've got a drum that I'm doing the thing. And I'm just sitting there smiling. And they're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And they're like, why, why, why? And I'm going, that was not by accident. Right. That was not by accident, you guys. Right. You know what I mean? They just, they're very play, animals are playful. There's a message. So of course, everybody went home and looked up. And, and they are so attracted to energy. Yeah. So, so attracted to yes. yes so it's yeah i have a friend who actually she has a she she did a time lapse video of she's she's a shamanic practitioner also um and she did a video a time lapse video of herself sharing reiki in her backyard and i think there's something like it's a like a four minute long time lapse so it's much longer than four minutes she had something like 30 something turkey vultures come in but they like they came in there on the railing of the deck that she's standing on and they're there and they're like 
they are into it. They yeah. are stretching, they're spreading their, like they're just standing still and spreading their wings and loving, loving the Reiki, loving the energy that yeah. she was sharing with them. It's so, they're such cool animals. We have a friend of mine, her name is um, Mert, and um, we are animal geeks. We're animal geeks nature geeks so we were always texting each other and down here in north carolina we have a lot of geckos so they're like you know like little lizards little mm -hmm. lizard guys or whatever um and they will sometimes in the winter get into your house and live on your plants and you look fine and mert and i are like you know have at it that's great little dishes of water out <laughs> for him and, and stuff like this so um mert's got one living in her it, and, he, and he goes, he, you know, because it's like a screen in porch, so he can get in and out. There's cracks all over those things, and they can get yeah. tiny or whatever, right? So it's like in and out. Like sometimes, in the, and then in the morning, she takes a video. We, we, she's named him Quinn. So we see Quinn every morning, and she's showing me, uh, you know, how he looks today. And she's like, good morning, Quinn. Say hi to Aunt Jerry kind of thing or whatever. And she'll send me a little video. And sometimes he's out in the sun, and sometimes he's in. But he basically lives That's with awesome. Merton Stan because she's that, got that kind of energy. He knows he's safe. He, he knows he's there. So we have like um, geeky gecko texts back and forth every day about how long his tail's getting and like <laughs> um, all this stuff. But he lives there. Neat. You know what I mean? Um, because they are attracted to that energy. And Mert is a... She's not a, an official animal communicator, but she's an animal communicator. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's the thing that's so cool is, you know, I've always, I, I tell people the story of we've always fed hummingbirds and, and I have bird, I have bird feeders and I have to tell you, <laughs> Ginger, it's so funny you're talking about the hawks because we now have, and I feel terrible. I'm going to caveat that, although they need to eat too. We now have hawks, hawks nesting near us. And I feel a little bad because I feel like we provide them with a, a buffet of different animals to eat because we feed birds. But I've always, for years, I've we fed hummingbirds, and I watched. I I try, it's so cool that like there are maps you can go to. I don't know, search hummingbird migration, so I can watch the migration of the hummingbirds come up the east coast, so I know when to when to put my so my nectar that, out, yeah. so that they're you know as soon as they get here, they're hungry and they're cold i mean my gosh we had we had snow after they got here this year but they will come to my windows and hover and chirp at me yeah um it's empty yeah, yeah it's empty. exactly <laughs> yeah. and the first you know the, like the first year i was always like oh it's so weird but then it's like oh wow there's a hummingbird and one year like i think the first year it was it's like this hummingbird literally followed me from room to room and every room I was in, it would be at the window and it would just hover, flapping its wings and pip at me. And so I finally went and <laughs> was like, oh my gosh, the feeder is, is low, you know, it's low enough that they can't really get a lot or whatever. And it's their thing now. They come and they let me know. And it's really funny because last week I went, both my feeders were empty and the little like flower inserts that they drink out of yeah. were all on the ground. My squirrel, who I okay. love, and he's, yeah. you know, he's like six pack abs squirrel because he, it works. We have all these squirrel proof feeders 
that he's like, but if I get in the tree and I jump and I hang on real tight, then I can get around the squirrel proof part. He had actually gotten past the squirrel proof thing somehow and drank all the nectar out of the hummingbird feeders. Like they're, ama they're amazing little critters that. No, you got a squirrel in sugar shock. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, but it is amazing that even, you know, I never, I don't think of hummingbirds as my spirit. Well, here's a uh, message from a hummingbird. It's oh, there we go. joy, lighten up. And, and it says, have you ever seen images of the laughing Buddha or the laughing Jesus? Well, these spiritual masters and many others know that life was not to be taken all that seriously. Life is very transitory and fleeting. And although we may interpret events in our life as requiring solemn, <coughs> solemn, <coughs> I can't even say it. They're usually not that big of a deal. Don't take everyday life so seriously. It's meant to be enjoyed. Have a good time, whether working, playing, resting, eating, or just hanging out with loved ones. Um, and the additional association, flexibility, sensitivity, vibration, and color. It says, make every moment count. Love and then let go and love some more, no matter what else is going on. That's oh, awesome. I like that message. That's awesome. And I will say that we we sit on our front porch every evening and we watch them. And I usually like now that it's so beautiful here in the mornings, we'll sit on in the morning and have coffee and watch. And it's so fun to watch the hummingbirds because they'll they'll drink and then they'll go to the tree right above and they they stand on like the thinnest oh, yeah. twigs of the tree. At, you know, they don't weigh anything. Um, they're very cool creatures, very, very cool creatures, but it's, you know, it's, I don't look for messages other than I'm thirsty and, you know, or the water needs to be fresh <laughs> or something, but um, it's, yeah. it's neat. They do all have messages for us and it's, it really interesting to, you know, I think about when I'm watching them, man, I am nothing but in the moment and just kind of appreciating. They're so beautiful. They are. And yeah you know, and so many different colors and everything, so. And uh, just one of the things about animals that like we kind of touched on it before is just the vibration. And that's kind of why spirit often comes through animals it, because it's a frequency thing. Mm -hmm. um, and it's very easy for spirit to, you know, hook up with an animal. It's like, it, it, they're at such high, high, high frequencies. Yeah. Um, so it is really kind of a special thing in my opinion when things like that happen with the hawk ginger, with the, you see cardinals everywhere you go with, you know, whether it is your loved one coming through or, um, you know, this message that hawk. I mean, it's and always dog. just a reminder. And it's funny when I see them in random places or, you know, like I'll have one, like I'll be driving down the road and one will fly like right in front of my windshield. Like, yeah meant to do that and it is just you know for me it's always just a reminder of like they are always there they've yeah. all you know, yeah kind of, it's very cool but we are going to do a facebook live later this week yep. um check out the facebook page we're gonna we're gonna um do a, a, a guided, guided meditation, meditation to find to help it. everybody um find that and this was something that you all asked for you know what i mean everybody <laughs> what? What did you say? You said they gotta show up. Yeah. <laughs> so clearly, clearly, if you're watching this video or if you're listening to this podcast, um, 
after the week that it was released, you can always go back to our Facebook page and go through our videos and find that guided meditation that we have not yet done, but that we will be doing. Yeah. Um, it'll be there if, you know, if it's after mid July now that you're finally listening to this. And I would take some time to think about, is there an animal that you have many dreams about or that you have dreamed about, or is an animal that you're particularly drawn to and you always have been? Um, Maybe something that comes up if you're journaling, you know, it's just really, I think at this point being more mindful of what that connection is. Um, Certainly Stephen Farmer and um, Colette Baron-Reed are two um, decks that we talked about today. And you can also like, you know, two seconds on the web, you know, know, metaphysical meaning or meaning of panther, meaning of lion, meaning of, you know, weasel or whatever, you can always find them. But it's, it's, if you get into it, it's super cool. It really is. It really is. And, And to your point, Jerry, to be able to call in um, for, on a, you know, when you, when you are more familiar with what energy, um, a certain animal, um, you know, what that energy might be is to say that I need help from the yeah. elephant today. I need help from the snake today, whatever it is. Um, cause they are there to uh, help. And, and they're so, so willing yes. to work with us. I mean, we know that as animal communicators, they're so you know, the connections that we get when we're, they want to help their human. Oh yeah, my they're gosh. just waiting for us to get it and figure it out and ask. Yeah, they're so, so willing and they're never going to stop. They're never going to be like, oh, well, you dummy, you didn't get my message, so I'm out of here. They'll right. give it to you in another way or, or, or they'll keep trying like the frog. <laughs> like the frog. Hello. I just looked it up again and, and I'm now I'm laughing to myself because I was thinking it was about change, but it said, get rid of clutter. <laughs> <laughs> and I had 20 years of I was gonna really, say in your house that you were selling. I at. had toys, I had bikes, I had yeah. games, I things that my kids hadn't played with in years. So it must have been that frog. Hey, honey, you got lots of work to do. You're not gonna fit in that condo that you're. <laughs> yeah. right. That's why he came three times. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I love this topic. Obviously, like you said, yeah. we're all animal communicators. So anything animal related really is just um, lights us up. So I hope it it's does. It's so funny because now I'm like, ooh, I got to go get my Stephen Farmer book out again. I know. Because I've been yeah. like just hanging with Colette Baron Reed. So now I'm like, ooh, I got to go get that book again. You know? Yeah. Um, oh, so cool. Pretty cool. Well, anyway, thank you all for, um, for, for listening to us. Just enjoy talking to each other. I love that these are just conversations that we're throwing up and calling them back. <laughs> and calling a podcast. <laughs> this is just our excuse to get together every Tuesday. That's right. <laughs> you know? What's really funny is that this is us after what a half no, actually yes. it was an hour this morning. It was over an hour before we started recording. So but it's the it's the I have to go up to my office because I'm working now. Yeah, but, right. So, anyway, thank you all for joining us. Uh tell your friends, tell your family if you're interest if you're enjoying our podcast, please please share it with, with those that you know who you think would be interested. You can find us at thepsychicwives.com. You can find us on Facebook at The Psychic Wives or on Apple Podcasts. Just search for The Psychic Wives and we'll, we'll pop up. But thank you for listening. We, we enjoyed it, if nothing else. And <laughs> yes. uh, we'll see you later this week for a Facebook Live. Look uh, on Facebook for info about that. We'll be putting it up as an event so you'll know when it is and you can get alerted to it and everything. Um, and we'll, we'll talk to you next time. Thanks, Thank everyone. You. Have a good day. Bye.